This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, back here with you today on the BetQL Network. Every game here is Game 7, including Barcelona and Napoli, about to... uh, to kick off right now in the Champions League right now in Italy. Nikki football back in business with the, with some Champions League plays. Uh, college basketball, Game 7's there. Game 7's across the spectrum in the world of sports, and there's a lot of sports going on, and we absolutely love it here on You Better You Bet. A lot of hot take BS right now overall in the sports media landscape. Not on this show, just bets and sports. Coming to you live today from the Odyssey app. The BetQL app will be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and we're heard on radio stations nationwide, including our friends on Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, and XM205, as Ken and I are here bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting, proudly presented today and always by the king of sports books, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app, Visit BetMGM.com and do so on this wonderful Wednesday. Two words that start with the letter W. February 21st in the year of our Lord, 2024. Our show's on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's been on X since he hit with Creighton last night against UConn. Been a wild ride for Ken Barkley. Uh, he's on X at... Lockie Lockerson. And on this wonderful Wednesday, we will bring you, it feels so terrible saying that, by the way, without football in it, we will bring you three tremendous guests. And on today's show, the three tremendous guests will be our friend Colin Wilson from the Action Network. Colin will be talking college hoops with us here on the show. Colin, huge college basketball better. We always have him on doing college football, but now we're to the college basketball portion of the, of the calendar. Colin Wilson talking college hoops and maybe a little college baseball as well. Maybe compare some notes with our friend Jake the Snake Hassan, the host of uh, 
NHL on TNT. Our friend Liam McHugh will stop by coming up in hour number two. TNT's got a pretty badass doubleheader tonight coming up in the NHL with the Flyers and the Blackhawks. And then the main event, the Bruins and the Oilers and a 1990 Stanley Cup final rematch that the world's been waiting for. Liam McHugh joins us to talk both those games tonight and the rest of the comings and goings in the National Hockey League. We'll also be joined by our friend Rick Camp from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. All of Rick's bets here for what we'll call the second half of the NBA season, even though I think it's like 26 games per team. So the second half of the NBA season, bets coming up from our friend Rick Camp. Plus, Ken and I will get into college hoops from last night. Down goes UConn. We will talk about the Connecticut Huskies. We will talk about Purdue. We'll talk about Houston. And I'm going to tell you the teams that I'm eyeing right now to win the national championship, and I'm absolutely loving it. What about the best bet to win next year's Super Bowl? Super Bowl 59. I got a couple teams that I'm eyeing. Ken's placed a couple bets already. I'll run a couple teams by Ken, see what he thinks. We'll also talk Coach of the Year in the National Football League. Had too much good stuff on Monday. Didn't end up getting to Coach of the Year. It is a robust market. I've got like seven guys that I think could potentially win, and I've crossed off basically almost everybody else. Excited to talk about that a little later in the show. Ken and I, tomorrow on Thursday, when the NBA returns tomorrow night, we'll fill out our NBA bracket, right? Who's going to win the West? Who's going to win the East? What's our NBA Finals matchup? Who do we think is going to lift the uh, the NBA Championship trophy at season's end? Today in the Power Hour, we will perform this exercise in the National Hockey League. Who's going to play for the Stanley Cup? Who will hoist the aforementioned Cup of Lord Stanley? We'll discuss a little bit later, and then we'll give you all our bets coming up for tonight. College Hoops, National Hockey League. And uh, we'll also get some golf bets for the Mexico Open. Oh, Mexico! From the great Tyler Morales. We're locked and loaded here on a wonderful Wednesday. Great time of year in sports. February gets a bad rap. I love February uh, as far as being a sports fan and a sports better. Ken Barkley, it's great to be back. You and PJ did a great job yesterday. My friend, how's it going? It's good. I think you've, uh, I think in the last couple of years, you have both said February's the best. And then I think you slandered February like really bad last year because it's like, well, it's just like a lot of games that don't matter. And there's like, no, there's like no, uh, there's no titles are handed out. It's like a bunch of minutia. I think I, I might have been after a losing streak or something. I feel like I feel like February Probably, got a bad well, rap That last makes year. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Like it I, was after a actually losing Actually, it's 12 sure. out of 12. Actually, July is better <laughs> <laughs> like as a sports month. It's like, well, we are off. That, that does make it a lot better. What uh, what do you got cooking? What do you got cooking in the soccer here? We got anything, anything going? All right. So, uh. So I'm, I'm. How many games are on? This right is Tobek. Uh, there, well, there's a Premier League game that Tyler has money on. Tyler has the over in the Liverpool, oh. uh, J- and and in the Jake Luton Town game, Luton Town, a team in the Premier Love League. It. So Tyler has the over in that game, and we have two Champions League games going on concurrently right now. We have Napoli and Barcelona in one of them. That game is being played in Italy, and there's like actually like really really funny subplots of this game. Um, okay. and then Arsenal are at Porto in the other. So I laid Arsenal. Arsenal's a decent sized favorite. I I think Arsenal should be able to win pretty easily they're trying to break their round of 16 hex like they haven't gotten past this oh, round in a really long time the round, the round of yeah. 16 round of 16 and, hex. Uh, yeah. and so napoli and barcelona the quick story here is napoli won Serie A last year the italian league for the first time since diego maradona was on the team in like the early 90s and i was in naples the summer and it was really yeah. awesome um so napoli's thus far this season have now fired or sacked two managers and they just sacked the second one like two days ago so now their third manager of the season and this is his first game that he's managing is this game against barcelona at home wow. in the champions league who is it and uh i i uh, some italian this is like doc Rivers. francesco carlozza something like yeah. that 
Doka Rivera, right? Yeah. I actually think I'm pretty close to having that right. And Barcelona, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think when Debundo came on, you remember uh, Xavi, their manager, the former uh, Spanish international midfielder, announced he's leaving at the end of the season. They're third in the table. Real Madrid's going to win La Liga. So you have one manager in Barcelona who's announced he's on the way out. You've got the third manager of the year for Napoli, literally like managing his first game today. And the game's in Naples, where like that's like their fortress, even though they're having a bad season domestically. So I bet I bet Napoli pick and plus a half here uh, as I tow back into the water here with Nikki football. Yeah, so sure. a couple soccer wagers for yours truly today. Is there uh so what's the what's the lay of the land in terms of this tournament? Like, is there is there like a team that's like a big favorite that's expected to win? Is it one of the teams that you were I, based on the descriptions you gave? Like one team can't get out of the round of 16 and the other ones like have coaches that are, I, I have a hard time believing these are the favorites that are playing today. Like what's uh, what's going on? Like, who's the favorite? Yeah, also, well, man- Francesco Calzona. <laughs> Is that, that so I was can't close. possibly be his name. Really? Oh, it, it, definitely. What I said, like, like Federico Pepperoni, like, like that's like the guy who they sacked yeah, before. Like, I mean, come on, like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you, you asked, and I did say, like, some Italian guy, so, like, I wasn't right. wrong. Uh, yeah. Manchester City's the favorite to go uh, to go back-to-back and win, uh, oh, win the Champions year, League right? again. They won. They won, they won not only did they win last year, they won the treble last year. They won the mm. FA Cup. They won the Premier League, and they won the Champions League. First time that had been accomplished since our guy David Beckham in Manchester United back in the day from the uh, the Beckham uh, documentary. And then who, uh, who, if you had to guess, who they would end up playing in the final? So I'm guessing you don't want to fade them. I'm guessing you think they're really good again. They're they're awesome. I have like a couple concerns about them. Like Chelsea held them over the weekend. Well, Chelsea maybe should have won that game. They 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 drew one one. No, and that was like a prime they, time I, match, right? Like in England, it was a prime time match. Was that on Saturday or Sunday? When was that? I saw it was it on, on Sunday. It was like I, it was okay. one of the standalone games, and uh, and okay. I I watched it. And like I was really into it, and I was texting uh, our guy Andrew Williams, who's a huge Chelsea fan, sure. our brand manager. Uh, Chelsea had a lot of opportunities, and unfortunately blew it. Probably should have won the game like two one, but settled for a one one draw. By the way, they're playing Liverpool this weekend in the League Cup, the Carabao Cup final. Oh, uh, Carabao! I, I think mm. I think uh, I think Chelsea is going to win, and they're a pretty big underdog price. Uh, or it's going to be like a draw, and they'll go into into extra time okay. or penalty kicks. So I'll have some type of bet on Chelsea. I need to figure out what I'm uh, what I'm going to do. But uh, yeah, so City's the favorite. But I, I've got some I've got some questions about Manchester City this season after winning the treble last year. So I haven't decided like who I think would beat them. Probably Real Madrid if I had to pick one team. Bayern Munich kind of stinks this year. Not they don't stink. They're just like not great. And have right. you seen like Bayer Leverkusen with Xabi Alonso are unbeaten. They haven't lost this entire season domestically in the oh. Bundesliga. Is that what you were talking to Tim like, Howard like, about? Where you were like, yeah. oh, like what a race between these two teams. And I was like, I don't know what and he's he talking was like, about. Yeah. I don't have any ideas. He's like, yeah, yeah it is. Right. Uh, they're eight points clear atop the Bundesliga table. And Bayern Munich just announced that Tuchel is uh, is leaving after the season. So that's already been announced. Oh. So the managers doubtful are going, that they will win the championship. Really, a lot of coaching changes. Like all the all the teams. They all got stuff going on. The Liverpool guy, he's, is he gone? Is the Liverpool guy he's gone, gone already? At the end of the season, he's gone. At the end of so the season. So he's coaching the rest of, yes, okay. Jurgen Klopp. And and Mbappe is moving to Real Madrid. It looks like this is finally oh. going to happen. So it feels like like PSG might be on the way down now this season because Mbappe wouldn't play for Real Madrid until next year. So a, a lot going on here. Yeah, in the world, in the world. Of I football. didn't know any of that. It's all like super interesting. So if you, if you had so if you had to pick one team right now that would like play Man City in the final because you've had you've had not at this point usually in the calendar, but pretty soon you usually show up like usually in Friday. the maybe in the quarters or like round It'll of sixteen or in the middle. I'm going to do yeah, it. And you, you usually show up and you're like, I've got it. 
Like this is the bet. I don't, and I'm not putting you on the spot right now. Like you could, you give out the bet when you want to give out the bet. I haven't bet a team to win the NCAA basketball tournament yet either, even though we went through about nine billion permutations yesterday. Uh, I haven't made any bets. We're going to bet Purdue either, so live on the show together today. It's going to be awesome. No, I'm no, I no. Do you want to bet with me instead? Like I'll take your bet on Purdue. <laughs> like, I well, I, well I was talking it, with Tyler before else. the show. Right. I don't know yeah. if I want to bet like Purdue to win the title. I'm, I think I pick them to win my bracket and bet them in individual games. Is probably yeah. What I'm gonna do there you go. Purdue. That's all. Put it. Have them be the bracket. Went like just please, please don't do that. <laughs> like please, or if you do, just like give me the money. Like don't give it to somebody else. I want the money. Uh, yeah, we, we'll figure out. We got to get you. It's like what? What will it take to get you in this car today? We got to figure out. Like we got to get you with a team. And it doesn't have to be UConn, like it. And you, I don't think you want it to be UConn. I think you want it to. Oh, be I'm out else. on UConn. That's the sense that I get. Right. I'm okay. out. I'm but, out. You know what? So like, you know what? You can't. You can't go into Omaha and beat Creighton. I want nothing to do with you. You're out. You're off the list. Yeah, won, won like 80 games this year. It's like, nope. I watched that, last you know, night. You know can't what? Happen. Not good. Not good enough for me. Go on the road and beat Creighton and make sure. it 15 in a row, or you're off the list. Uh. I mean, maybe I guess if you want to just have Purdue win and have that be your thing, that's fine. It just it wouldn't have been my uh, my pick of a non UConn team. Maybe well, we'll you know, I like Houston you. also. I think I might yeah. go with Houston also. Well, and maybe maybe your thing is like, yeah, like this is like this is the year that like all the teams that everyone dumps on one of them yeah. wins and like gets back yeah. at everybody. So like, yeah. that's like you should, honestly, you should take Houston, Purdue, and Tennessee. Those should be like your teams. Oh, no, and then, no, I draw the line at Rick Barnes. How do you draw the I, line? I, the there? line has been drawn because I hate him. <laughs> Matt Painter's He's way the ultimate. worse than Barnes. You, you've, heard, you've heard of the ultimate warrior? Rick Barnes is the ultimate loser. No. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, Painter's no. so much worse. Painter lost to a give 16. Me another team. Barnes never lost to a 16. Look, yeah, give me, give so. me another, another team. I can't be Tennessee. Not Tennessee. A team that's, like, cursed? Like, that, like, won't win? Um, I mean, those are the big ones. Like, here Can are the I other give you one teams. that I like? Okay, and we yeah, bet them last like? night. And, and I didn't know you bet them. We talked about it this morning. BYU is awesome, right? Oh, there's your team. No one like no one should bet them. They're BYU. But they're actually <laughs> really good. Like Ty, Tyler texted me last night. We both bet them. I texted them at halftime. BYU was like trailing early in the game. They actually played a terrible first 10 minutes. And they got it to up five at half. And I text Tyler at halftime out of, out of nowhere, probably for him. It's like three hours later. Like, oh, God. Like, did a tweet not send? And uh, And I texted him and I go... I think BYU is about to just pulverize them in the second half of this game. Like, I think they're locked and loaded. And he's like, I totally agree. He, and I think Tyler, I think, said something like, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think they were this good because they're BYU, but they're awesome. <laughs> like, they're actually really good. It's, it's kind of like Houston, like in a new conference. Like, everything's kind of different this year with a lot of these teams. BYU is not bad. You could also, everyone's going to dump on Gonzaga because this is a really bad Gonzaga. They might be like oh, the last team in the yes. tournament. They might be like oh, the last yeah. team in the tournament. And you might be oh, like, yeah. the slipper still fits. <laughs> like, let's you know? do it. A few let's good bets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I uh I, I'm gonna bet Gonzaga to win a couple games if they make it in the tournament. So yeah, I think I think we got some options here, but I think your thing should be everyone's gonna Is zig Timmy on still this there? group of teams. Is what? Oh, 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 and by the way, oh, oh. did you realize what you just walked into there? Everyone's oh, no. gonna zig. And we so you so you zag, zag. <laughs> <Yes>, gun <laughs> zag. Why did I say that? <laughs> so, I did a thing with you. Who does yesterday, Gonzaga have? Timmy? And instead of saying, or like instead the, of saying, they have red cargo flags, brother. 
No, I don't. I don't think they have anybody this year. That, that's the whole point. But I, uh, I did this thing with UConn yesterday, and instead of saying red flags, I was like, they don't have any cons, and I was like, they only have pros. And then I was like, well, that's, <laughs> well, that's ten that's plays on words. I was like, how did I do no, that? I didn't even okay. do it by, by accident. Okay. Like, oh, everyone's they gonna only... zig, and you're gonna zag. <laughs> when was the uh? When was the last time you sat down and wrote? Because I did this a couple times when I was like, I don't know, maybe like in like seventh or eighth right. grade, like a pros and cons list of a decision that you had to make in life. Oh man, it's been a real, I I didn't, did you used to do it a lot? I, I remember I did it one time and it involved like a girl that I had a crush on in like eighth grade. And I made t several uh, yeah. terrible decisions as was my want. Yeah, I, I, I must have. Done, I think I did it in school when they said, "Here's how we're gonna make pro con lists." And I was like, "Oh, this is really dumb. Like, I'll just do it in my brain. Like, I'll just figure it out." Uh, never, I guess. Maybe I should start doing it. Should we do it on the teams that you're gonna pick? I guess we could do that too. I think you got a good group here. <laughs> what, 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 what are the pros for Purdue? I mean, they're they have a two-time player of the year. They're really good. National championship winning good. Used to be like the number one team in the country, basically. Yeah. We're gonna be like we're gonna be like sea bass. Make it two Boilermakers. Coming up next, more college hoops from last night. Spin it forward. Nick and Ken, you better you bet on a Wednesday. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Blue Jays have never flown higher for the first time in program history. They've beaten number one. This group, you know, starting in June, you could see it start to come together, and they've, they've put in a lot of hard work. They believed in each other. Uh, they bought into the unselfish brand of basketball that, that we like to play here. Um, so I, I couldn't be more proud of them. And, you know, they're never going to forget what happened here tonight. And that's a that's a special memory for those young guys. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, that was not the voice of Danny Hurley because he was too busy telling fans he was going to knock them out as he was leaving. I love yeah. Danny Hurley. Yeah. love Danny Hurley. <laughs> He's like a he's like a wind up angry doll. Like that's what it feels like to but me. Like, he's like spin the key I mean, in the he, back and he just starts shivering and yelling things at people. Yeah. Is he he's actually like is he a, is he a legitimate crazy person or no? Yeah, I think he has like I don't think you can fake that kind of crazy. I think he's <laughs> he's just crazy. He's crazy crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh I don't think like, you can't like, fake it. Like we were talking about fake it during the break. We were talking about like performance art with like on air people or coaches or like front facing like. He, you can't fake that. He's just insane. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all it is. <laughs> so, like, like Rick Pitino faking yeah. it. Danny Hurley, legitimate insane person. Yeah. What I, I saw the Pitino press conference like everybody else. I, like, what, like, what's going on there? Like, what is that? I, I don't know. I, 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 I wish I could tell you because it doesn't make any sense. Like, what? It, like, why? Because it's. You, you have an excuse. It's like your first year and you're rebuilding a program. Like, why are you and throwing? Like, it's not like anyone expected you to win the national the title. Like, right. Oh, is the team right yeah, behind me? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like, I just, you know, it's really it's back and forth. Crazy. Uh, they, they try the, hard, but they're not very good. I mean, God right. almighty. Like, like, I'm, like, I'm, in the transfer, I'm in the transfer portal yeah. faster than you could say Kentucky. Or like Larry Burnett right. walking through that door. Get me out of here, man. God. And then the, the Missouri coach last night, too. It was, it was like, what was it, like offensive, Tyler, like what was it, offensive rebounding? I think he was talking about like one aspect of the game. And he was like, yeah, offensive rebounding, like we bleeping suck at it. Like it was like, <laughs> like what is this epic, what is going on? <laughs> like what, I don't know. what is with these, like just, I mean, obviously like everybody's got a cell phone. So the Hurley thing happens 
Like that happened in the eighties, just nobody had a phone. Now it happens and like everybody shares it because it's just the way it goes. Um, but the press conferences, like what what is going on? It's like NIL and the transfer portal have just broken everyone. Well, I might as well just say how I feel. Everyone's gonna leave and go wherever they want anyway. Like I, I don't know, maybe that's part of it. Well, just wait till like Kalen DeBoer leaves Alabama to become like the quality control coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. awesome. He's got a tight relationship with Doug Peterson. Sorry. <laughs> just like, uh, whatever. Um, so FS1, courtesy of the call, our guy Coogs, Kevin Kugler, along with yeah. uh, with Bill Raftery last night, calling Creighton's like demolition of uh, of UConn, and then Greg McDermott, Creighton's head coach, talking post game. I would say the Blue Jays have never flown higher. I don't know. 92 and 93 were pretty good for Toronto. That was pretty mm. nice. So Creighton does does win the game last night, Ken, over UConn. Um, great job by you on the show yesterday. Uh, I was off yesterday, but I know that you bet Creighton, no, that was which was awesome. They... PJ was PJ drove that bus. I was I was right in the back seat. Just like, what do you, what do you guys like? Tyler, Tyler and him were driving. I was like, what do you guys like tonight? They're like, we love, we love Creighton. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. We had Isaac Trotter on the show and he was like, yeah, I like Creighton too. I was like, oh, <laughs> everybody's. And so I had other stuff that I liked just because I liked it. But yeah, that Cray- that was all those guys. Like they they sold me big time and I'm uh, I'm glad they did because it was, it was great. It was a really fun experience. And, and an absolute demolition. And it just like, yeah. not like a shot at UConn or anything. And we were even saying, Ken, yeah. we were talking earlier today that, you know, FS1 put a, put a graphic up last night, longest winning streaks in Big East conference history over the course of conference play. And St. John's uh, with Lou Karnaseka in like the mid eighties, I think that was their final four year, right? With Chris Mullen, 14 games. And then like the Ray Allen team, 95, 96 with Jim Calhoun for great UConn, team. 14 games. Great, great team. And, and great Big East title game against Allen Iverson yeah. and Georgetown. Legendary. When the Big East, when the Big East, Ken, was the Big East. Mm. When the Big East was the Big East. And then last night's UConn team. So look, like they're, they're still awesome, but they got handled last night on the road at Creighton. Just walked into an absolute buzzsaw and kind of takes us into like a big picture conversation, right? About kind of teams we think might win the championship this year. I know you and PJ did a lot on the show about this yesterday. So I, I'll give you a couple teams in a second that I really like here, and you can kind of like cut them down or say you agree, disagree, whatever. I do like the theme that you developed, though, which is the teams that everyone has dumped on over the years. I think I'd like to hitch my wagons to this particular year. But first, uh, kind of, Ken, your impressions of UConn, one of the two favorites to win the Natty, getting thumped on the road last night by the Creighton Blue Jays. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's not just that, like, it's all the teams that people have dumped on. It's like they they've all been dumped on and like they're all the top 10 teams this year like it's not just like you're going not like you have to go out of your way to find rick barnes he's in the top 10 you don't have to go out of your way to find matt painter he might be the number one overall seed when we get to the ncaa tournament like i just uh that's just kind of what it is so yeah with it's i know you also said oh i know you guys did four hours on this yesterday and uh it's like well gosh kind of a lot's changed since then because <laughs> you you gone man hadn't played this game yet um i said it yesterday just with with connecticut with me uh I, I, what I said yesterday was they're they're actually on much more of like a tightrope with me in terms of like betting them to win the national title than I think for a lot of people because like if they you know if they stumble a little down the stretch let's say they lose this game last night and they lose a couple more uh, I think a lot of people will be like yeah okay but like still a great team like let's let's play on them let's like play on them to win the title um, but like the way that I just handicap the tournament is. Like, I don't want teams that are worse versions of the team that they were the year before. I don't I don't want those teams. And if UConn loses, like, a couple more games, they're going to look worse than last year's team did entering the tournament. It will be a worse version of, you could say it unequivocally, it'll be a worse version of UConn than the team that entered the tournament last year and won the title. And those teams don't win. 
or I should say they've never won. So there'll always be a first. But again, like I, the way I try to frame this is great. Like they can win, but knowing that, would you would you bet on it? So I'm really curious to see how this plays out for the next three weeks. Like this is this the start of a lo- of a mini losing streak? I look, every team goes through slumps, even the really good teams, especially in college where it's just so inconsistent. Um, just because you know it's 18 year olds, like they're not going to play great for 35 games. It's just really not going to happen, uh, with rare exception. So I'm I'm really curious. Like, is this the start of something that leads me to bet someone else? And uh, or is it just, hey, look, and I look, I watched the game last night. I think a lot of people did. A team shoots like that from three. What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? You tip the and cap. Yet, I, you tip the cap. I actually think. At their place. I think one of the, yeah, at their place. Crowd's Top going crazy. Team. It's not like Creighton sucks. Like, Creighton's really right. good. They're really, really good. Um, I don't think they're title good, but, like, look, they're, they're really good. I don't think they're talented enough. But they got, they have really good players, like, in just the context of all the college basketball teams, they have good players and they were all just on fire from three tough to get out of a game like that, especially in the regular season. But I actually thought it was kind of telling this would be like, if you wanted a positive spin for UConn and it's tough to find one from last night, admittedly. Um, okay, cool. Creighton shoots really well from three. It's, it's like 20, the whole like first 10 minutes of the second half, the whole, and you know, they, the telecast did a great job. They have the wired sound from Hurley being like, let's get it to 10 by the time we get to the under four media timeout. And like, that should be our goal. Cause then if we get it to 10, then maybe they get tight and whatever. And even at like 16 and 14, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying like, the, like the fans were definitely nervous, but they're always like Creighton was nervous at 14 and say like, it's like they knew, oh man, like if this gets to like eight or six, this is like the best team in the country. This is going to be a problem. Did like, you think gonna UConn really was going to win? Because we were all, I think, kind of thinking that, right, at 74-64 when, like, FS1 it's put just, that graphic up and it was, here's where we were at the 18 and right. whatever, 410, and now where we're at now. I'm like, is UConn actually going to win this game right now? Right, and I, I think there are some ways it plays out from there where, where they do win, and I, I believe, like, the next possession after that, they run a out of they run a out of timeout play that McDermott draws up where like Shireman comes off a few screens and hits a three from like the top of the arc and like once that goes in you're like oh okay like that's kind of what it's going to be yeah. but it's right and that just goes to like look three point variant's going to bite teams sometimes Creighton made everything the whole game and even when they were UConn kind of got it kind of close so look I, I'm not out on UConn. You, you shouldn't if you were in on them after after Marquette you can't be out now or vice versa like it's it's two games. But I, I will be curious, like, what the next three weeks are here. Like, I, the way I framed it yesterday is just they have to be better than last year's team entering the tournament for me to be interested. And that's a small margin of error. They got to be, like, number one or, like, close to it. And if they're not that and they're a more flawed version of last year's really good team, you have three NBA players left the team. If they're not a, if they're not going to be that, um, then I'm going to look somewhere else. But we have to see, wait to see how it plays out. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday talking college hoops off of Creighton's upset win last night on Tuesday night over uh, over number one Connecticut. Um, something you said earlier, like the you know want to back the the teams that everyone has dumped on through the years, and you're like, well, it's basically like the all the teams at the top of the board. I mean, just like looking at the odds right now at BetMGM. So like once we get past UConn, the reigning defending national champions, one of the blue blood programs now in college hoops, Purdue, Houston, even like. I, and Ken, I think you like Arizona a lot this I do. year. I like him a lot. Yeah. Whenever, whenever now I, I think of their coach, I want to like scream his last name, like Jeremy Piffin would scream yeah, Lloyd's name in Entourage. Lloyd. Lloyd. Uh, they, 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 they lost. Christopher. They grandson. lost. Yeah. They, they, like they, you know, Christmas. They, 
they lost to Princeton last year in the first round in a 215. They sure did. Badly. Like, is, they lost it, like 59-54. Yeah, that was like a terrible game. Yeah. Is he is it's like is there a chance that Lloyd is a jabroni? Rick yeah. Rick Barnes, like Nate Oates. Uh, this is it's setting up to be like a pretty pretty like wild Bruce Pearl. Like, yeah. coming to Bruce Pearl coming down the stretch Calipari. here. Oh man, the the the, the, the Bruce Pearl thing kind of like takes me into kind of like the the Purdue the Purdue. What do we want to if like John Grisham were to write a novel about this? What would it be called? Like the Purdue predicament? <laughs> right. Well, the the Purdue was, problem. Uh... Right, exactly. It's like the it's like the Purdue brief instead of the Pelican brief. It was always like these really succinct titles, right? Like the firm, the client, the Pelican brief, the rainmaker. Like what's like the painter? Ooh, like the yeah, yeah, the yeah. painter. Yeah, because yeah. be like, it's oh, not... is that like the name of a hitman? Like, no, that's just the guy's name. He coaches Purdue. It's about Purdue. Well, yeah, he's like, a hitman, all right. What is yeah. what does he kill? Your bankroll every <laughs> right. single <What> march. <laughs> he's got your wallet in the crosshairs. Yeah, that's that's kind of where we're going right now. Um, <laughs> well, guess what? It's time for that son of a bitch to paint his masterpiece coming up this year, man. It's it it, it's time. That's the best part. Yeah, I I cannot like it. It can be historically crazy if they win. But historically, crazy things happen sometimes. So, like, I, I don't think you should. I, if I was you, I wouldn't bet them. But like, I, I get stuff wrong sometimes. You want to bet Purdue? Look, I mean, they're they're going to be a number one seed. You would think they'd get past the sixteen this year at least. Like, you're going to get some run out of this, hopefully, before they play whoever the eight nine winner is. Maybe they make the second weekend, make it fun for you. Um, I do like Arizona a lot, though. And what I what I said yesterday with with Tommy Lloyd, to your point, who by the way got a contract extension like a, a couple of days ago to make five million. Oh, he a rich, year. rich. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. That college basketball coach, Rich, which is uh, which is pretty rich. So, you know, shout out to him. He's going to be really, Doesn't really wealthy. Doesn't sell birds Just... to blind kids anymore. Good for him. Right. Yes. <laughs> How's your salary? Uh, so it's just it's you know it's just really good. And that what I said yesterday too is this was the the mistake I made last year though, and you'll remember this because when we would do this exercise, we'd get to UConn, and I'd be like, look, I mean, they look awesome, but like. I don't know about the coach because Hurley had flamed out twice in the tournament. He'd only been there for, I think I got his, I think that was his fourth year last year, whatever. It's, he hadn't been there for very long. And he'd only been the NCAA tournament twice and he 0 for 0 and 2, like straight up. <laughs> like hadn't, hadn't won a game. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, wow, I can't trust this guy, whatever. I said yesterday, I was just like, I, I can't make the same mistake with like Tommy. Like, like I, maybe he sucks. Maybe he's bad in the tournament, but I can't just exclude. Like that was the mistake of last year is I had UCLA and UConn. I should have just bet both. We would have paid a ton anyway. And I was like, no, 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 no. I got this figured out. Like it's UCLA and it's not UConn. Whoops. Um, so when it's Arizona and someone else this year, it's just like Arizona's got to be in the party. Like they got to be a part of this. Like I, you can't, I can't exclude them. I can't make the same mistake I did last year. And, and and to be fair to the point you're making about Lloyd in Arizona, think about like every single like great coach in the history of college basketball. And I'm not saying Tommy Lloyd is going to like join those ranks. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. They, they, they've all had embarrassing tournament losses, like oh, early no tournament losses. All of them, yeah. like every, literally yeah. like every single one, coach every K. single one. Coach K lost to a coach 15 K. seed. Coach K lost to a, coach K lost to a 15 seed and a 14 seed. Like he lost uh, to Lehigh they, they, and then he lost to Mercer. I think about all the Roy Williams, Dean Smith lost to Harold, the show Arsenal yeah. and Weber. I mean, you literally go down the, and I'm only naming like yeah. a couple here, but like it's happened to every single, like, we just named the big, the coach. greats. Jay, Jay Wright's thing for like 10 years was he couldn't win in the tournament. He had two Until titles now on TV. Until he did. Until yeah, he did. It's crazy. Until he did. Um, I still remember uh, when Scotty Reynolds made that layup against Pitt in the Elite Eight. Yeah. It was really good. Scotty. 2009. 
Yeah. Scott, Scotty Reynolds I, I played. I was on Villanova. Were you on Villanova in those two runs a lot? Yeah. I was not. That, oh, I wait, wasn't. not not the two title runs, but in 2009 yeah. I was on oh, Nova. Oh, okay. I, uh, I was against them. I was I was against them, and I was right for a while. Like at UConn in that second round game where UConn won the title, at, uh, where UConn was won their seven ten against St. Joe's. They played Villanova. Jay Wright never won a big in game. Overtime, Villanova was, that Villanova game. was yeah, and that's that's one of those classic. You, the first game's a test, and then you go on to win the title. It happens all. It's crazy how often it happens. Where you make the final four at least, or at least go um, to the title totally game, like Florida that. against Butler. Right. with Mike Miller is the one that the I very always famous think of. one. Tyus Edney, UCLA, uh, Bruce Pearl and Auburn. They dodged a buzzer beater in the first round, then they made the final. Four they beat North Carolina. It ha happens all the time. But UConn played Villanova in that second round game, and Villanova was six and a half, and Jay Red had never won anything. And I was just like, oh, yes. But then, like, they go on their two title runs, and I I had North Carolina for my lungs to win the title when Chris Jenkins hit the three-pointer. I mean, just like, so yeah, Jay Wright giveth and taketh away. There were multiple examples of that happening. When Auburn made the Final Four that year, do you cool. remember who they played in the national semifinal? Uh, South Carolina? Virginia. Oh, right. That's a. Do you wait, uh, really? They played Virginia. Do you know? Do you know who they should have played instead? The team that's going to win it all this year. Oh, we'll talk nice. about it coming up next. Yeah. Nick and Ken, you better you bet. We'll be right back with you better you bet, presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Second free throw, it's good. That's what you do if you're a 95% free throw shooter. And they just let it go, right? Oh, yeah. You stick, stay away. They throw it up for Edie. It's tipped away. The Ohio State Buckeyes. They were shocked earlier this week with a coaching change. And they rocked the college basketball world today with a four-point win. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Courtesy of the call goes to CBS this past weekend. It, before we talk about Purdue, it's it amazing, an amazing Susan, uh, how like the like coach gets fired first game after a coach gets fired. It just like it transcends sports. Yeah. I feel like I want to do like my, like my Trump bounce. impersonation. It t translates like uh, like faith, religion, creed, uh, skin color, whatever, whatever his, his spiel is. Just no matter what the sport is, coach gets canned. Next game, like team covers or team wins. By the way, Nets Raptors tomorrow with oh, Kevin Ollie yeah. hashtag on the Ollie bench. Time. Just, yeah. just, just saying. Uh, Yes, everyone was kind of like, man, like Purdue, what a bunch of losers. Like, I, I don't know, kind of feels like a perfect, perfect scenario for them to walk into and lose, right? Yeah. And when's uh the other the other part of that that people don't talk about though? Because this happens in the NBA with injuries. We do it all out on the show. Like, I always like to play on a team if, like, in a random one game situation, their star is out. Like once, like you you play on them. Like the market moves hard against them, which is like should happen because they're they're less good, but. In one game, you play on those teams. There's a second part of that theory, though, which we don't talk about as often. The second game, which is like they actually get trucked. Like if it's a long-term injury, like it's like, oh, Embiid's out. Like we'll rally. And then two days later, it's like, oh, God, this is so exhausting. Like let's just lose by 40. Let's just like make that happen. And uh, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. If it's like a long-term injury or a multi-game injury, they can everybody can hold it together What for one game. And like guys that score ten can score twenty, but like that's why the guys score ten because they're 
they're not very good. And so when they well, have to score consistently, ten. yeah, that's why they, they, they go back to scoring score 10, 10. <laughs> and that's not good enough. Uh, so my question was going to be, when is Ohio State's next game? That was going to be my oh, question. Oh, great question. Is it is is there any way it's tonight? And I just don't know. Oh, they're they're at a Thursday tomorrow. They're at the team that covers every single time Minnesota all year. Yes. And uh yeah, I guess like I would have to see well, like that's irresistible well force coaches. a movable object, yeah. right? That's with it's injured like, players. <laughs> It happens. I wonder if I wonder with uh, with college basketball coaches because like you, what you worry about is like no, the coach is actually just good and the team's actually just starts playing well. <laughs> like oh, that would be that's problematic. Like with the L.A. Kings, that's happening with them. They're winning a bunch of games. Um, that might be pretty good. But what's Minnesota against? Is it like eighteen and three? Something preposterous. I think it's. I, I think it's. I think it's like 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 twenty two and three. Something like that. I just. It's crazy how that stuff happens sometimes. It's really wild. It's random a little bit, but also it means that probably the market is just not adjusting enough to what they are, I guess, uh, and should. <laughs> and and I, to be fair, that happened with UConn in the tournament. I mean, you couldn't make the spreads for UConn in the tournament last year big enough. They covered every number. The whole tournament, they covered every number. And it's not like we didn't know they were good. We had a pretty good idea after a couple of games that they were awesome, and uh, and yet... Like covered every number. Like market wasn't moving fast enough. You see, easy to see it in hindsight. But yeah, uh, so Ohio. If people are curious, the second game that's Ohio State Minnesota tomorrow. I would. I mean, Ohio State's terrible. I would guess Minnesota would be favored in that game. But I want to get a market probably at some point later today. Um, are we? Uh, are we gonna bet the Nets tomorrow? I know this. This will be more of a conversation this for tomorrow. But while we're while we're right. here, yeah, the first game with Kevin Ollie since uh, Jacques Vaughn was dismissed. Remind me who they're playing. They are playing Toronto, I believe. The game is in, I think it's in Toronto, and I think the the Raptors are two and a half. I got it right two here. Two and a half. Oh, man. God, Toronto's dreadful, too. Um, oh, it's one and a half now. I feel like pe- people are on this. They oh, know. everyone's on it, guys. They, they know. Get it while it's hot. Yep. Dun, 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 uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can be a coach for a game you don't have to talk me into. Like, I, I, I like that you get a little bounce off a new coach, because then... Did uh so when Patrick Watt took over the Islanders, like I remember you talking about it, and in my brain I was like, oh, I should play on yes. the Islanders. It went well for a couple of games, right? And it's and it's starting. So la- I know, like last night the game went to overtime again, but they won last three night in overtime. Three straight yes. overtime games. Remember I did that on the show like three months against... ago. They're the team that goes to overtime every single time, you, and they and, have new coach. Right. They still do it. How ridiculous! And they still is that? do it. Right. Um. Now. So they lose to the Rangers in the stadium series game at MetLife yeah, in the crazy, crazy 6-5 overtime game. Yeah. And I think, like, at least locally here, just because I'm, I'm in New York, everyone's, oh, same old Islanders, Islanders suck, like Patrick Waz ain't going to go well. And then last night, they they go to overtime and they win, and now it's like, whoa, actually maybe this team's onto something here. And then the Rangers beat Dallas, and now it's just like, well, maybe the Rangers are just, like, the best team. Yeah. And it's actually not indicative. Losing to the Rangers is actually not terrible. Like, even though the Islanders blew the lead, obviously, in, like, terrible fashion against their rival. So still, but, uh, yeah. So they're still, like, they're still up. Like, Waz still doing a good job. That's, like, a, you have 14 uh, overtime losses. I looked that up last night. It's sta- Imagine losing 14 times in overtime in one season. They only played, like, 53 games so far. 14 overtime losses. That's unbelievable. Uh, the Islanders are four, three, and three in their last ten, and I think yeah. they are what they're they're five points back of the Flyers. Five, yeah. like they're That's five the points. Tamp- I think Tampa yeah. stinks. I don't know. <laughs> Just throw, throw that one in there. Uh, and the, the Kings are the other team that got a new coach, and they they won. We did a, I did a whole thing on them yesterday, but they won again. They won. Vancouver lost. Vegas lost. So they 
had as good of a night as you could have in terms of the division. Uh, and the prices didn't change a whole lot, just saying. Uh, and they got a really easy game coming up tomorrow. They play home Nashville. It's not going to get a lot better than that, uh, except the next game when I think they're like home Ottawa. So just throwing that one out there. I don't want the Canucks to be bad. And I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they'll be fine. But they lost three in a row for the first time all year. And uh, we'll see. So another new coach phenomenon where guy takes over. McClellan was there for four years. They fired him around the All-Star break. Rattle off a bunch of wins. Like, turn it around. Um, Yeah, just always funny when this stuff happens. So, yeah, I'll I'll be with you. We'll play the Nets tomorrow. That's fine. I'm with you on that one. Did you see uh, Mikhail Uh, Bridges' comments, too? He he gave, like, an interview. What was like? uh, He, like, wants to stick it out in Brooklyn. They asked Uh, him if he had traded because he was, like, a trade ship. Well, I wonder why. Because, like, they're basically, like, like they have I, – I don't understand what this team – they've, like – apparently, like, Mikael Bridges is, like, uh, like Luka Doncic with the way, like, the Brooklyn Nets talk about him. He's this untouchable star. Can I can I bring up something random real quick? Just when you brought up Luka. There's, like – I don't know what's going on here. Because I, I – our guy Femi just sent me something. And I, I got sent another clip by somebody else. So, on, I think people followed before the All-Star break – NBA All-Star break that – in a really like bizarre twist, Jason Tatum, like how is he not in the MVP conversation became a talking point for like yep. three days. And it started on ESPN programming, like all the shows, Brian Windhorst was a big part of it, made an argument that like, because he's failed in the playoffs, he's not getting the recognition he deserves this year. And to be fair, he's the best player on a team that like might have one of the 10 best regular season records ever, but his individual performance is not remotely close to an MVP. And but this guy this became like this weird thing where it was this really crowded MVP race. And yet despite being crowded with like seven phenomenal players, an eighth phenomenal player was added to, rather than like talk about the seven players, it's like, no, no, no. Like it actually, how is Tatum? And then on NBA programming later in the day, NBA today. So like first take, it starts. They talk about it a lot. NBA today, it starts. They talk about it. It goes for like two or three days. And they, it's like come up again today. So like Stephen A. Smith did his like, was second half predictions or like crystal ball stuff, whatever he does on the show. And one of them is like, Tatum's going to win MVP. That's like one of his second half predictions. I'm just like, we're doing this again? Like what? I don't understand. And then like, Kendrick Perkins, who also works for ESPN, has his second half predictions on the show just now. Number one, Jason Tatum wins most valuable. What is what is what is this? I don't know. What What do you think here? What do you make of it? Well, I I can explain part of it. And it's part of the reason why I like bet some no Jokic uh, at the start of the All-Star break. I don't have a lot more going into this. Like I, I I'm the guy who bet Embiid for a lot and pulled the ripcord. So I don't, I don't get to like bet a lot more into this or it's going to be like a really, really, really big position. Um, things are going to get pretty aggressive. I don't know if I want that to happen. Cause this one seems weird to me. I did bet some no Jokic and I, cause I just, I know he's ahead in the poll and it's like, well, like you say to trust the voters be like, I don't trust their confidence level on this one because I, I just, I just don't. There was another poll that came out today, a media poll, and Shea and Jokic were actually tied. So, like, shows you how shows you how quickly everybody changed their mind about that one. And uh, I just get the sense that like everyone wants to do something different, and no one can agree on what the different thing is. And for Stephen A. Smith and Perkins and the ESPN talent, somehow the new thing has been like, well, Jason Tatum is disrespected. Like that's the thing. Oh, it's so easy I can't to sell. How, I can't explain. Well, they could have gone to a lot of things though. I, to be fair, I bet they would have gone to Brunson if like, he hadn't gotten hurt and the Knicks had played better because Stephen A was already starting to do that too. Well, give it like two not... weeks. And let, let, right. Let's see where we're at. <laughs> I just, uh, it's just crazy. Like it was a thing 
and it seemed manufactured for clicks. And then we had the all-star break and now we're manufacturing the same thing again for, and I just said, we're doing it again. They haven't played any more games yet. I just, uh, puzzling. And I, I know you say it's easy to make that case. Yeah. It's like a good content thing to do to say like, Oh, he's the best player on the best team. Like how does he not get more credit? But just like the, the mental gymnastics of like why that's the case and like oh it's actually the playoff no it's because he's like the 19th best player in the league this year that's like why that's why it is um it's actually like by all measurement that's actually what it is uh but it's come up again i'm gonna be really curious how this plays out i, I my, does it make my you want to bet him no my best guess is it makes me want to bet not Jokic. that's what it makes me want to bet because it's like i i think sga is the most likely winner not that he's like the guy who's going to win, but I think he's the most likely winner. There's a probability. Um, I think he's the most likely winner. I think there's definitely a way Luca can win. And they have, for if you have Luca MVP or you're thinking about betting it or you're against him and you have SGA or you have these other players, I mean, it's, uh, it's judgment day tomorrow against Phoenix. I mean, like home game, national TV, if they just lose, they're probably not going to be like the five or whatever. They're losing to a team that's right next to him in the standings in a big game. He comes out and crushes. Now you, you just throw a third name in there uh, immediately. It becomes a three-person race at that point, even whether that's fair or not. So, man, just like the stakes of tomorrow for that are really high. Could be SGA. Just something something different. Everybody's trying to get something different here. I don't know what the different thing's going to be. SGA is the most likely. He's also the shortest price. Um, and that's, that price is appealing to a lot of people, I think. I'm just like, I think that's fine. I just, I want to see this a little bit. I want to see three more games, five more games before I go like run into jam SGA in terms of how this is going to play out. But the Tatum thing's back. I guess it's not going anywhere. I'm curious if it goes somewhere in the next month. Tatum's back. All right. I have, yeah, I have a, I a boy band. I have a boy band hot take. This is a hot take. The ba Backstreet Boys far superior to NSYNC, right? I don't think that. I don't, I think that's just, you get really strong opinions on both sides. I don't think that's contrarian. All I right. agree with you. But I, my, my wife would argue the opposite. And we would argue it vehemently. <laughs> 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 hour one done, hour two for you. JT's the best, to be fair. Hour two coming up next. Nick and Ken will start with Colin Wilson. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 